1: 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right rug flooring.
2: Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke F Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, we've made it to the end of yet another week in America that has left my head spinning in so many ways on this Fuck It Friday. And I have so many things that I want to say fuck it to, but I want to start off today with the coverage of the Ocean Gate vessel that you couldn't have avoided knowing about if you tried. Because clearly the lives of five billionaires is more important than anything else. Right. That could possibly be happening. And, you know, folks, I know that there are going to be people that are going to listen to the comments that I'm making and be, you know, offended and say a life is a life and we should care. And I wish that that was the fucking case. Right. I wish that we honestly did care and that everybody's lives did matter and that you know when we were to see stories whether or not those people had billions of dollars or not that it would matter right that it would it would matter what what happened to them but what we realize and what what we know to be true is that in america it doesn't matter right so Stories that people have been comparing this to is five days prior to this sub submersible um, ship going missing, and to call it a ship is 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 loose because basically, as many have said, it was the the size of a, a minivan, probably even smaller than that in tube form that you couldn't stand up in or lay down in that had about a 20 inch window was controlled by some game device. Um, And the CEO boasted about the fact that if you care about safety, then you shouldn't go after this quote unquote, $250,000 adventure, right? And of course, the CEO is one of the people That we now believe, um, after a debris field was discovered by Coast Guard, that um, they may have all perished. But five days before this happened, before this caught national attention, dozens, right, dozens of people died um, after a migrant ship sunk Off of the coast of Greece. And, you know, it is amazing to me that you would see a vessel filled with hundreds of people who are fleeing all types of things, folks, like all types of things that apparently, you know, the countries that they're fleeing to probably were part of the fucking problem, right? In destabilizing their countries, right? And there was no coverage. The only reason why I saw the pictures like I'm sure you have now on social media with the comparison, and I always thank my friend Eamon uh host of Eamon on MSNBC, because it was his Instagram post that alerted me. To media discrepancy in the coverage where You have, as he'd said in his caption, quote, One of these tragedies at sea this week has captivated the attention of global media, led to a massive mobilization of multinational resources, specialized in rescue and recovery, generated global sympathy, and prompted important questions about safety and regulations. Can you guess which one? And yet, the picture of the submersible and the picture of the migrant ship. He goes on to say, no, this post is not saying we should not do everything humanly possible to save everyone, the billionaires and the explorers in that titanic submersible. This post is calling for the world, everyone, to work as tirelessly to save the hundreds of migrants who drowned in the Mediterranean as the five people that knowingly signed a waiver on the first page stating that death was possible. But you had multiple countries organize, use outstanding resources over days with wall-to-wall media coverage to go after five billionaires. But not a fucking thing was done for hundreds of migrants. So how do we live in a world where we say, right, where, where, where you have, Republicans have the audacity to say after Black Lives Matter that all lives matter, and it's like, bitch, shut up. No, they don't. You don't care about all lives. You care about white lives, and you care about wealthy lives. That's it. If you fall anywhere outside of that zone, you are fucked. And it is just so disgusting and so disheartening. It was similarly how I felt about the initial coverage of Ukraine. You listen to those reporters as the war was beginning. And Ukrainians are fleeing and it's horrible. Sights of war and tragedy and people picking up everything that they can carry and fleeing is a heartbreaking sight. But why isn't it heartbreaking when it happens to black and brown people? Why isn't it heartbreaking that the United States has invested money in breaking down countries in order to gain their resources, moving around leaders That will work to advance their financial interests and not that of those countries. And then when those people are forced to flee because of instability, you shut your borders and say, no, we're not taking them. At least Donald Trump and Republicans are fucking honest. We don't want you because you come from shithole countries. We don't want you because we'd like those nice white folks from Norway, from Finland and and in and, and Ukraine and what have you, because they look like us and they will help bolster our dwindling white population. But let's not pretend. That we give a shit. About war torn countries, because there are places where we are comfortable seeing people desperate and miserable with nothing. Because that is the image that you have created. So when I look at these two pictures of the massive amount of wealth, do you understand how much fucking money you have to have to not give a fuck about $250,000? It's disgusting. The amount of wealth that is hoarded at the top could literally change the lives of millions of people. It's sick. And yet we as a collective global community worship it. Oh, they must be so smart. They must be geniuses. No, they're not. But we always equate wealth with some type of brilliance. And that is not the case. And then by virtue, right? then also equate poverty with someone's lack of intellectual capability, which means that we have decided that some people are just disposable and don't fucking matter. Me.
3: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: We say in the United States, right, that we don't have a caste system. You know, right now, um, the president of India uh, is in the United States and Narendra Modi right is um has been prime minister since 2014 in 2005 he was not allowed to come to the United States because of his involvement in a riot That killed 1,000 Muslims in India. His administration, now, right, over almost the last 10 years, has been responsible for a religious cleansing that is happening in India. But somehow, this man. Has gotten the ability, the great privilege to be able to address a joint session of Congress. To speak with and be invited to the East Room of the White House. And for the first time has taken questions from reporters because in his own country, he doesn't do that. What kind of democracy doesn't have a free press? But you see, these are things that the United States is willing to overlook because, you know, money. Because, you know, India has resources that can be used. So we'll overlook the human rights crisis that is happening at the hands of President Modi. And then it's amazing to me, right, that... Then reporters of this country, yes, some have raised this issue and you have members of Congress like Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, who has said this about Modi. She said, quote, I will be boycotting Prime Prime Minister Modi's address to Congress and I encourage my colleagues who stand for pluralism, tolerance, and freedom of the press to join me in doing the same. In 2005, Narendra Modi was denied a U.S. visa because of his violations of religious freedom, including his complicity in an anti-Muslim riot that left over 1,000 dead. India currently ranks 161 out of 180 in the World Press Freedom Index in part due to Modi's raids on BBC, India's offices, and his court challenges against a critical documentary. Additionally, a report from the U.S. Holocaust Museum found that India is at high risk for mass killings, the eighth most at risk of 162 countries studied. She goes on to say, A joint address is among the most prestigious invitations and honors for the United Congress can extend. We should not do so for individuals with deeply troubling human rights records, particularly for individuals whom our own State Department has concluded are engaged in systemic, systematic human rights abuses of religious minorities and caste-oppressed communities. So then how? Right? How does President Biden invite Modi to the US? Money. Right? We got to get shit built somewhere. And that's all this is ever about. But on the same hand, I look at Western reporters asking questions of Modi about his human rights violations and presiding over a nation that is so poor and has such gaps in the haves and the have-nots. And yet in this country, we kind of overlook that shit. A black person is four times or more likely to die at the hands of police at a traffic stop. Black women giving birth are four to five times more likely to die in the hospital while giving birth. The racial wealth gap in this country is astronomical. Reports on a daily basis about Homes being devalued because black people owned it and losing out on tens of thousands of dollars in their ability to build wealth when selling a home. So, how do we at all have the right or the place or the odd, frankly, the fucking audacity? to call out other nations and their human rights and democracy violations without looking at our own fucking house. You had, President Biden is receiving huge backlash for referring to the president of China as a dictator. They've taken great offense. To what? Facts? The follow-up question to ask the Chinese quote-unquote president. Ask him about the Uyghur population. You know, the population of Muslim Uyghurs that are in the country that he has rounded up and put into internment camps. that he has entire agencies that look for Uyghurs that have fled to bring them back, to put them in internment camps in China. So is Biden wrong with what he said? No. But when you look around the world, I'm like, who is doing it fucking well? None of these nations that are being led by men and have been led by men for so fucking long are doing anything right when it comes to human rights. I'm just tired, you know, frankly, of just the blatant hypocrisy of it all. Like America doesn't get to point fingers without pointing a finger at itself. It's actually a disgrace where our country stands right now. Do I think that Modi should have been invited to the United States? Absolutely fucking not. Do I think that more should be being done in order to root out racism and white supremacy and creating actual laws that would do so and domestic terrorism in this country? Yeah. Is it ever going to happen? No.
0: Me.
3: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You
2: know, so my my very big fuck it today is to capitalism. (laughs) You know, like capitalism, a system that requires people to be chained to the bottom in order to serve the very, very few at the top. To have so much wealth and do nothing good with it is really wild. And to be celebrated like you're some type of fucking god is also part of the sickness. And I just wonder, you know, what is the solution? Because I see much like I, much like we are living inside the deterioration of our democracy. We are watching the deterioration of capitalism as well. You have this push, right? You know, go back to work, go back to the offices. Why? Because of money. Has nothing to do with productivity. There's everything to do with power and money. And if workers, God forbid workers, have power over their own lives and how they produce, well, my God, what will come next? Everything is about control. And capitalism is about dangling out little carrots. To make people feel that if they just work a little harder, grind a little more, do a little more of this, that, and the other thing, then they too are going to hit the jackpot of life. It's all a lie. The system wasn't built for the majority to have autonomy, it was built on an illusion. And what we are living inside is all the glitches of the matrix that are all happening at one time. So yeah, my big fuck it this week is to capitalism and greed. On so many levels, things are so fucking wrong. And when I dig and I dig and I dig, at the root of it is money and power. Consistent struggle between the haves and the have-nots. And creating desperate conditions so that you limit the thought, you limit the choice that the 99% have. That's the goal. And people need to wake the fuck up to it. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck.
1: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.